Hey, welcome to the All Central Podcast. I am here with Pastor Jonathan Prothero and uh, our executive producer, Alex Paul, as well as our co-producer, Christina Bumba, our resident hippie. We are so happy to have her with us today. I'm Pastor Larry Kirk, your host, and uh, we are going to dive into all things prayer today. And uh, we're going to kick this thing off. How's everybody doing? Good? I, I'm doing great. I feel like I need to start off this podcast by justifying my sartorial decision today because it is <laughs> freezing. It is cold today. Like snow. Yeah. We're almost in April and there was snow yesterday. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, wait five minutes in Baltimore and the weather will change. It's going to be 70 degrees tomorrow. 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 No, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Thursday is oh. 72 degrees. 70. So snow yesterday, yeah. 72 degrees tomorrow. Yeah. It's Golfing mental. weather. Golf. Yeah. Okay. Is that a day off you were <laughs> giving me that? Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? He wants a day off already. When Alex and I are in here on Wednesday, like, where is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> right. They're golfing. They're golfing. I'll send you snaps. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to jump into this. Um, Pastor Jonathan and I were talking just a little bit ago about prayer. We just think people have such a misconception of what prayer is about. Mm. Um, I think sometimes people think it's uh, waving a magic wand and everything will happen for you right away. Mm. And, uh, and and a lot of times it's, you know, we're praying what we want, maybe not what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. And that can be real difficult. I know, Christina, you've been new to the faith, mm-hmm. right, recently. How many years now? And three. Three years yeah, and you came out of some stuff, right? You, yeah. I mean, I, we joke about you're the resident hippie, <laughs> but you came out of some stuff, crystals and just different things that are just. You know, it's really funny because I, I think about this often because I listen to a lot of stuff that um, I guess kind of talks about this, like on the other side, like a lot of Christian podcasts that are kind of, you know, not for the new age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think about how I definitely came into loving the Lord through the new age. Like I came the, the back way. It's yeah. really, really weird. Yeah. Mm. But so, yeah, a lot of heavy, like weird, just like, you know, all that stuff. So you would consider yourself a spiritual person yeah, like I back in the day. Like yep. you said, hey, I'm a spir-. definitely and spiritual. And we all are. We are yeah. spiritual beings having a temporary human experience. That's how I say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you you would consider yourself a spiritual person coming into this. And, yeah. and was there any time like in that frame work, were you in prayer or did you have a thing that you would pray specifically? So it was or? always, it was, it was that universe. Like the, ah, the universe yeah. will yeah. provide. And yeah. like, I still have, yeah. like some of my friends are still, we still use, like they still use that language language yeah. where it's like, Oh yeah. The universe is just off today. The right. universe is gonna. Per- I'm just gonna send it out there. Mm-hmm. You just sent a lot of stuff out there, yeah. And you didn't really know what <laughs> what's coming back. And then when you received it, it <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, the universe provides, and it's like, oh, uh, man, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Which is funny because it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not far off. It's not. The language is slightly different. Yeah. yeah, sure. But but to be fair, that's exactly what Christians do. We send out a prayer, right? And we wouldn't use the word universe, we'd use the word God, mm-hmm. and God provides. And so yeah. it's, do you remember Paul, you know, when he bumps into this community, you know, and they have this this God to the unknown God, yeah. and he's like, you've been worshiping God, you just don't know his name yet. Yeah, It's almost That's like true. that, yeah. that like yeah. there's that phrase, you're not far from the kingdom. And, uh, and yeah. I think you're pretty endemic of what a lot of particularly young people, I say young people, millennial, are we still young? Don't know. <laughs> 
Um, but with the, a lot of people consider themselves as spiritual or spiritual tendencies or inclinations or openness to yeah. experiences, but struggle to uh, see themselves in an institu- institutionalized form of religion or Christianity mm. and, and how that plays out. I think that's just it. It's like, re- it's like spiritual, but not religious. Like, oh, right. I'm not religious. Right. Like you just don't, that, that, there's so much surrounding that word mm-hmm. i think that people are just like right. turned off by right yeah but the concept of prayer sure. is pretty open to really you may even use different language for that yeah. not sending out prayer but i'm sending out energy or oh yeah energy vibrations yeah. or sure. Sure. whatever the word yeah. is but yeah. really kind of talking about the same thing right mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's what you're doing yeah yeah i mean it's interesting when you when you step back and look at the disciples right you they in Luke's Gospel, chapter eleven, they said, "Hey, teach us how to pray." Mm-hmm. Said to said to Jesus, "Hey, teach us how to pray." To me, it's it, I find that fascinating because they had been with Jesus for some time. Yeah. So you'd think that would rub off a little bit in kind of seeing where Jesus would engage in ministry, go away by himself and pray. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you think as a follower of his at that time, there how close they were that they would kind of follow that route, but. He said, teach us. They said, don't teach us how to heal people, teach us how to witness, teach us how to... None of those things. It was, mm-hmm. no, teach us how to pray. Yeah. And I find that fascinating uh, in in their relationship. Right. How that came came about. And, and of course, with that is implicit that if you're teaching somebody something, that it's a skill that can be developed, honed, that you can grow. That's right. In the way you articulate and your efficiency, effectiveness, mm-hmm. yes. that, that is a process of growth that, mm-hmm. that we can participate in and um, and that we all need to. But also, if you're going to teach somebody how to pray, it also must be implicit that there are maybe bad ways of praying or ineffective ways yeah. or I don't want to say wrong ways, but maybe maybe it is just easy to say right and wrong ways um but but certainly jesus had to do like in matthew 6 i've got a few scriptures here in front of me he had to do some course correcting yeah in terms of they've taught you a certain way to pray don't follow that model follow this model yeah 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 i mean you know when i think about that for me Mm -hmm. learning how to pray i was always trying to convince god that yeah. I, I knew what was best for me. Yeah. Right. You know, you it's like, negotiating. God, this is, yeah, yeah, we're in a negotiation process here. Yeah. God, this is what I know what's best for me. This is going to, you know, this is going to really help me blossom. It's going to help me grow, you know, and, and the never got the answer to prayer. <laughs> and, and because why? Yeah. Because he knows best. Right. Right. And I think, I think sometimes we, and I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was just me no. trying to convince God that, I need this for my life. Um, mm. He he knew what's what's best for my life, and and uh, that wasn't it at yeah. the time. And, I, and when you look at Jesus' life, it's really interesting because um, well, there's a couple things we can talk about when it comes to his prayer. But he doesn't actually spend a long time teaching on it, in a, it no. which I yeah. I think means it's kind of simple. Yeah, and Jesus simplifies it massively. Yet somehow we still slip back into the old habits of what like you were talking about, if I just, if I pray longer, then I'll convince God. Or if Mm -hmm. I believe harder, then I'll convince God. Or if I really, you know, squeeze my face and look constipated, that must mean I really mean it. (laughs) And, you know. That's how I grew up with prayer. That Mm -hmm. was the whole concept. Really? I had like a Catholic background. Okay. But it was very loose. It was just kind of, you went to church to pray. 
Oh, okay. So you didn't do it on you your own. You didn't do it on you, your own. You went to church. You went to church to pray. Confession, you, right? You, yeah, yeah. It was all this like, oh, we'll just go to church and pray. Go to church and pray. And it's like, my Nana grew up that way. It was, and you said it was weird because you, you taught the children to, you know, now I lay me down to sleep. Sure. Which is very, yeah. that's kind of a little scary. Like, pray the Lord my soul to <laughs> my keep. My soul to keep. Yeah. I, it's a Metallica song. Like it's all. If that's I all I hear. Before I yeah, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> that actually is. That's it in is. the, the Sandman like, yeah, song. Yeah, that's right. Like all that yeah. I. That's what I hear. See, pop culture. Come I'm on. I'm telling you, but it's like really. If I die, I don't want to teach these kids. About, like, yeah. like Fox would cry if we talked if about death me. before yeah. bedtime. It would be like two more hours of like now I got to bring him down, right. talk him down, <laughs> talk him down. Talk him down. He gets so emotional, but that's the thing. Like you know. It, it was very much like go to church. Yeah. You go to church and pray. You get uh, the priest will put somebody else will pray with you. And mm-hmm. I feel like even here, you know, there, it was when I first like started coming here, I feel like it was like, okay, well I guess, do I like get a pastor to pray with like what? Mm. And why do like, why do I need prayer? There's so many people know? that are like that. Have you found yeah, that out soon? It's, it's true, but I don't necessarily think that's a, 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 a bad, bad thing, thing no. but it's like, a, I guess, a poor analogy I would use is like the gym. You, you can work out anywhere, but being in an environment of a gym environment yeah. Yeah. is helpful and, and conducive it is. Um, to what yeah. it is you want to create. And so sometimes you need the atmosphere of a church building yeah. or a practice. Definitely. Where, or, uh, you it know. Put some framework to it, right? It, exactly. It, it helps that structure. Oh, structure. Structure yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, if I can carry on the analogy, you yeah. know, you, you have personal trainers who, who know a little bit more about what they're doing and and the same with pastors you know who supposedly know a little bit more about what they're doing so it's not a bad thing hopefully (laughs) it's it's when the gym has convinced you that this is the only place you can work out yeah or the church has convinced you this This is the only place only Mm. place and um, that's good man rather than this this is a good starting place and i think that was my experience with that is is it was the only place you know you didn't pray at home like my parents didn't pray there was no prayer life at home. So was that no, no cultivation of relationship? No. no. Yeah. You it know, was, with the Lord, all that. Yeah. yeah it was just, it, it was like there. It was, it was, a, it was so guilt driven. I think that's really, you know, my grandmother would say to us, if you don't eat this food, the good Lord's going to punish you. It was like that. Wow. It uh, was like that no kind kidding. of stuff. And I don't know what. I don't know if it was just there. We were just poor. Experience. That's why we ate our food. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Well, and my grand and my nana would yeah. say like, "Well, that's a yeah. sin. Don't waste food. It's right, a sin." Right, right, so right. I don't know if it's like coming out of depression yeah. era yeah. grandmas. Could you be. know, mm-hmm. you just you had to. But that was it. Was a lot. My early experiences with with God were very guilty. Mm. Yeah, guilty. He's always listening to you. He knows what you're thinking. It's it was just all that, sure. and it just like. I think for me, it just developed into like terrible anxiety because it's like, okay, yeah. God, I'm sorry, I thought that. Did I, I think was everybody that, had that? Was that right? Should I even, think that? Even though you like from a Catholic experience, I mean, yeah. my side from a Pentecostal experience, I don't know what John's was like. You know, probably similar to mine. I would think um, it. There was a lot of guilt driven behind mm-hmm. it, right? Because yeah. if you didn't, if you didn't pray every day, or if you didn't read your Bible every day, or if you didn't do these things every day, although those are great practices and you should, yeah. Um, but a lot of that was driven by, man, I didn't do that today. Now there's guilt. And God's life. mad at me. And God's mad. And he's God's upset. Mad. And he's not going to talk to me now. I, yep. Right? That's so and crazy because it's like the opposite. It's, but yeah, but it, it's crazy. The opposites of those, those types of denominations, yeah. but, but terrible theology. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah terrible theology. Yeah. So... Let me ask you this. Um, you grew up in the church during the 
eighties. Yeah, eighties, but seventies as well. Seventies, yeah, I remember seventies. So yeah. you've been through, yeah. you know, yeah. a few decades of church. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so talk us through maybe some of, was some of your early experiences of what public expression of prayer looked like. This yeah. is how we pray. Oh, that's you know, how we pray. Yeah. We yeah, come here good. on a Sunday. What does yeah. prayer look like as a church? Yeah. Man, back in the seventies. Well, and well the back in the seventies and eighties, it was. Well, seventies was different from the eighties, but but there was just a, a Jesus movement that was happening in the seventies that really. Um, I wasn't a part of, but I saw, I'd learned about later on, uh, even through the Catholic church, mm. um, when it came to, uh, using your spiritual language or spirit filled or Holy spirit mm-hmm. moving moments. And, and those were, you know, using your spiritual language or what some people would call speak in tongues, you know, there, th- there was that outpouring of that, that was happening in the seventies, eighties, mm. specifically even in my dad's life. Because yeah. remember, my dad just he just gets saved in the early seventies, right? And so he's God's done so much in his life, and and yeah. and we get connected to a church in Charleston, West Virginia. I believe it was First Assembly of God in Charleston, hmm. and and that was where my dad learned bus ministry, all those things. But but through that, I learned prayer on a bus. Right. My dad would pray for people on a bus. Awesome. He would go pick up kids neighborhoods i mean you're talking about you know it's not this is not city yeah this is west virginia in the 70s mm. he you got it you're driving hundreds of miles a day mm-hmm. in a day just to pick up kids drop them off get back to church at night remember church was twice like sunday morning and sunday night mm-hmm. so i'd be on a bus all day right and being on a bus all day, I would learn how to, I would listen to my dad pray for people, pray for the bus, pray for the, pray for the service that was coming up. And, and that's, that was those moments of, of prayer for me to un, starting to, as a young kid, hearing like formulate it, formulate that, formulating yeah, that in my brain. Your experience. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think, I think some of the other things as I got older, you start to realize, you know, there were, there were times of, of prayer where, um, to me, you know what? Prayer was more relational then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand individual prayer until I got older, but but to me it was it was more relational because that's what you did with everybody. So it was and, like a community yeah. like you came together and prayed. Yeah, we were on a bus. Yeah. Where you, where else are you gonna you're not right. gonna pray by yourself on a bus? Right. I mean you could, but it'd be difficult because somebody's sitting next to you. Mm. But 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 for me, prayer was community. Oh, that's good. At at, at yeah. the at the beginning of it, mm. and and that's where I learned corporate prayer is really mm-hmm. important. Like when we come together, um, and yeah. and so I learned a lot of that through my dad. My dad mm. was my dad's just a, a prayer person. Yeah, well, that's like something you said, Pastor Jonathan, the other day about the uh, like don't discount the coming together of the saints. You mm-hmm. know, the communion of the saints. Like yeah. that stuck with me because it's like, you know, coming out of everything that we've experienced the past couple years. Yeah, I feel like people don't really know, you know, what's best for them. Like, do I go back? Do I, do I need this? Is it Mm -hmm. really important? But I think that's, you know, just the same as having a prayer, a quiet prayer life on your own, having that community where we can come together and pray together Mm -hmm. and experience that. Cause that's a move of the spirit. I think that you can't so much more dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it's, it's not a either or that we're talking about, but I think in a very hyper individualized Mm -hmm. society, this seeped over into Christianity. It's about me and my relationship with the God. It's about yeah. my savior, about yes. Jesus dying for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing actually becomes very centered around the self. Mm-hmm. And 
the beauty of what you're talking about in community it was we instead of me yeah. it's we instead yeah. of me yeah. Let me read a scripture here, and there's some words from Jesus on prayer. I'm reading here from Matthew 6, and, um, and maybe you could give us some, some thoughts on what you think here. I think it's really interesting what Jesus says here. Uh, Matthew 6, and he says, And when you pray, do, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Have we ever seen any Christians oh, wow. like that? Yeah, see, yeah. That, that's the other. I, I don't want to chime. Are you done? Well, I mean, no, you, that no, was keep reading, less keep than a verse. I'm sorry, just keep reading, yeah. That, I have a lot to say <laughs> you, about that. You look ahead. like you're ready to go. No, no, go ahead. Um, truly, I tell you, they've received their reward in full. Um, so that's the negative of what don't to do. Then he says, but when you pray, so here's what to do. Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need even before you ask him. Yeah. Gosh, man, it's so, it's so loaded. So loaded. There's a lot in there. There is. I'm just trying to pick which path we want to go down with well, that. Well, I can, I can kick us off if you want to. I think one of the interesting things is one of the later ones, and it's a trap that I fell into. Interesting to hear if you fell into this early in your faith, Christina, of if I just pray more. Yeah. Yeah. And weirdly, that's actually more of a pagan trait. Yeah. My, my immediate image is of Elijah and um, the prophets of Baal, and they're praying and, you know. Like and chanting. Yeah and, yeah, and he's sort of mocking them and egging them on, or maybe your God's asleep, pray louder. Okay, I'll pray louder, and we'll, we'll turn up the worship music. We'll have even more lights on, yeah. and oh, mate, he can't hear you. So what do you do? You have to give more and more until eventually, you know, they're, they're cutting themselves in such devotion. Yeah. And, and Jesus is saying, you know what, all of that is posturing and um, it actually doesn't really shift anything. Yeah. And let me just tag this on before you say something. None of Jesus' public prayers were longer than a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Just a thought. Public prayers. Yeah, because I think Jesus went off and spent a lot of time, just him and the Father, right all night that, that was yeah. yeah i mean that to me that's laboring in prayer really wrestling with mm-hmm. god, with his father us wrestling with god in that context like you know god you know i'm i'm really in pain here i need i need some comfort i need some yeah. help in this moment mm. but in public it's such a fine line you're because you're clinging symbol, because right? i've because i've seen it work like in people's lives, for, for instance, I, I, well, I can only say for my own personal life, there's been moments corporately where we've been in church and then all of a sudden you feel such a move of the spirit that's happening and you just get on your knees and you pray yeah. and you pray and you pray. And it's, it's now I'm not on a microphone doing that. Mm. You know, and I, I don't know if this is what it's referencing, like if it's someone, if they're posturing in front of people and, hey, this is what we're going to do today. We're going to pray. You know, I don't know if the priest did that or whatever, whatever he's he's addressing there in that moment. Mm. Um, I, I think I think it's a fine line. Like there's moments where there there is constant that that pouring out your heart in prayer. But then there's the moments of, OK, this this feels a little showy to me. Mm hmm. 
I'm really the careful microphone. about that. That that to me is really. Um, I just think it's a fine line. It's hard. That's a, that's a hard thing because it, you've been in services where it feels that way. I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's behind their microphone and they're just. It's all for show. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, it feels like the big difference is don't do publicly what you're not willing to do privately. Yes. So don't, don't posture in prayer yeah. as though you have this deep, vast depth of connection. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you haven't spent a minute by yourself like with god i find when when we have prayer on our first wednesdays Mm -hmm. i find even though there's you know quite a few people there i find in those moments um very humbling like when god pours something in me to me it's very humbling and i i I have a hard time even sharing what he's doing yeah Mm -hmm. I don't even want to share it because I don't even want to say it because I don't want to mess it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like God's done doing such a deep work. Yeah. Like I remember the last time we prayed, we had a Wednesday night prayer, and, and I, I'm laying on the altar. I'm just you, weeping. Yeah, you were like undone. That was, I was. That was amazing to see, though. So much so that someone came up to me and said, hey, are you okay? You're right, Pastor. You, are you all right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm okay. I am. Yeah. I just, and, and I simply, I, I made it as simple as possible. I said, I, sometimes God just works on my heart this way. A, yeah. a pastor once told me that sometimes we cheapen prayer with words. Yeah. And that's I good. thought, I don't even think I was saying anything. Well, that's I my, agree. Yeah. Like the yeah. prayer isn't about the babbling. No. It's not even about the words. It's yeah. the, this, this openness yeah. to, to hear from God. And maybe that's another point that I often have to teach people about prayer is that it's less about you talking and more about you listening mm-hmm. personally. Now, yeah. that doesn't mean you don't talk, ask, express, give thanks, all of those I things. That. But that, that sometimes a lot of prayer is just like, be quiet for mm-hmm. a second. You said what you needed to say. Be still and know. Well, it gets <laughs> back to that passage that he already knows. Exactly. He already knows before yeah. you even speak it. So, so how many times do you have to repeat it, right? Do you, before you think God Boy. understands? See, I think yeah. that goes the trust factor, doesn't it? It does. Like when you've prayed, mm-hmm. do you do you actually trust God with it, or, or, or are you there to remind Him? Right. You know, <laughs> because we become the yeah. petulant four-year-old. Mom yeah. can have I've the been cookie. Waiting. Mom know, can yeah. have the I've cookie. Been waiting, God. <laughs> I'm down here waiting. Yeah. Right. Whereas asking and then going now, actually, let me just see what God says, yeah. rather than just asking till I get what I want. And that's been a shift in my prayer life, too. I've gotten, I guess it just comes with maturity um, and understanding, you know, just what, you know, what are you, what are you doing when you're praying? Like, what's the purpose of it? Yeah. You know, that's a really big thing. So for me now, it's just kind of like, you know, I just want to give, I guess, I think I was getting to a point where I was like, okay, I just want to serve. I want to serve you. I want to do your will. But then it's like, okay, now I don't know what to do. Like, give me, now tell me every little step. And that is also getting back to like the trust issue where it's like, he's not going to just write you a letter and tell you every little thing you should be doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is, which is how I define faith. You know, faith, I think in many cultures has been being certain about everything, but I actually think faith is being okay with being uncertain about everything. Yeah. It's about saying, I trust you, even though I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not certain about this outcome. I'm not certain about this healing. I'm not certain about this job promotion. Right. I'm not certain about whatever it is, but I'm going to choose to keep my heart clean, my hands clean, 
and trust you in in mm. all of that. Mm. Um, which kind of leads us into you. You said this. What What are we doing when we pray? Yeah. Um, what is it for? And I think that's a really interesting discussion because most people you'll experience this only pray to God when they want something, need something, request yeah. something. And I often use the illustration of God is becomes a cosmic vending machine. Yeah, that's a good if one. I put in enough coins. Yeah. And via the amount of prayer or praying the right way or enough belief or whatever it is, as long as I put in enough coins, then God, the cosmic vending machine, will just yeah. pop out exactly what I want. Exactly. And then I can go yeah. along my way. And prayer becomes just about asking God for things. <laughs> it's like the catalog in your in your car that says everything about your car. About your car, yeah. You never look at it unless there's something wrong. <laughs> right. That's right. It doesn't make for fun right. reading. No, no. Let's be no. fair. It's, yeah. It's just you're not going to pick it up, pick it out of your glove box because Ooh, I, I need to read something today. What does this light mean? You, you get that you on. get it out yep. because there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. We treat God that way for sure. Treat God that yeah. way, and I always try and help people understand. Look, it's not just about asking God what you want, and yeah. and when you do ask what you want, just ask the one time. God knows mm-hmm. before you've even asked yeah. it, mm-hmm. and often it'll be a no, and be okay with that as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but but like you know, scriptures as we come into His courts, we come in His presence with praise and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I always like personally that's to start great. prayer with. Not what I want, but God, thank you for what I have. Yeah. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my... That's good. You know, yeah. just start with that perspective. Because if you start with what you have, what you don't have, but you know, it, it, it gets put in its rightful paradigm. It gets put in, mm-hmm. it, in its rightful place. You're essentially saying you're magnifying what you don't have from the get-go. Right. It's o- greater than what you do have. Over, over what, right, you do have. what you do have. Yeah. Exactly. That's so That's so good. for me personally, thank you, thank you, thank That's you. good, man. Just start the I don't morning do off that. that way. I don't do that enough. Right. I do. I, I am thankful. Sure. Like in my heart, I'm thankful. I, but I don't start out prayer that way, and I should. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great scripture. Psalms, right? Yeah. David. Psalms. And and so so to do that, I think it's helpful. I think we do put our petitions towards God, sure. and that's fine. We lay them down, but then we trust Him with it. Yeah. And and not only that, I think it's also important to understand that prayer isn't just about asking; it's just about expression sometimes. Mm-hmm. So so let me read this. This is Psalm one thirty seven. Just yeah. a couple of verses. This is super harsh, right? But picture this: a Jewish person's lost his family, mm-hmm. lost his home, lost his culture, has been dragged, put into slavery, and he's praying to God, and he's mm-hmm. not happy. And this is what he says: uh, You know how sh- how should I pray? Oh, sorry, uh, that's not that's not the correct scripture. Let me go here. He goes, how can I sing songs to the Lord while in a foreign land? Mm. If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand uh, forget its skill. May my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you. You know, he goes down, he says, daughter Babylon, doomed to destruction. Happy is the one who repays you according to what you have done to us. Happy is the one who seizes your infants and dashes them against the rocks. Wow. Oh, that's, Man. <laughs> cool. that's pretty harsh that's language. Cruel. It's cruel language. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I'm so grateful that is in Scripture because it gives me permission to go, I'm really angry. Yeah. Yeah. You did not meet my expectation. This should not have happened. Yeah. And is God for smashing infants' heads against the rocks? Of course not. Can God handle somebody expressing and going to them and talking to them and just saying, this is how I feel in yeah. the moment. Yeah. I feel like this is what you should do. Yeah. God's, you know, I'm sure God's going, I'm not going to do that, but yeah. I love you. And yeah. so just express, like, be honest. Now, haven't you found this? And maybe respond to this. That's I've 
been made to feel guilty for sometimes being angry or confused towards Absolutely. God. Yeah. And like I'm not allowed to feel like that yeah. or I don't have enough faith or There's, I don't have enough belief or I'm not good enough Christian if, I'm, if I can't express any kind of disappointment. Because of the seasons that I've been in in my life and background, um, yes, <laughs> still today. Still today. I wrestle with it. And, and there, listen, and listen, my dad... He's a great father. You know my yeah. You all know him. Awesome man of God. And he would tell you this too. It I wasn't allowed to go see movies, man. Yeah. Growing up as a, even as a teenager, like you can't go to the movies. If Jesus comes back and you're in the movie, you ain't going. Like yeah. I mean, I know we laugh at it now. It's like right. silly, yeah. right? But but that's when that's built in you for years. Yeah. You know. It, it takes a long time to get rid of that stuff. And, yeah. I, and I do find myself sometimes having the edge of guilt there. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm not allowed to pray this because yeah. it's not, I'm not honoring, thankful enough. It's not honoring or honoring. God honoring or, yeah. But if yeah. you think about yeah. it, though, that it goes against the relational, like God wants a relationship with us. So, like, if I'm not bringing the whole shebang of my emotions to that relationship then it that's not honest either exactly if i can't be mad if i can't be mad at him is it real is it real yeah and i feel like the most vulnerable i mean i had a week this past week it was just it was a lot like you know stuff just working things out in our marriage and we had a, a friend die and just like all this kind of just crazy stuff and I just got to a point where I was so I could feel I'm getting much better with my anxiety and depression where I can it's I can see it. I know I know yeah, it's coming. I'm self-aware of it. And and I was just like, oh, you know what? And I just I just felt like, all right, get just get on your knees. And I just got on my knees in my den and I was just like, God, I am so aggravated. Like I just I'm so I'm stressed. I don't know why. I don't like this feeling. Like I want you to just like take it off of me or give me like an out, like give me an off ramp. Cause I don't mm. know, you know, I don't know what to do with this and I don't want to backslide. And I know you promised not to take me back to places I've been, Right. but come on, come on here. Well, I think so many people are turned off because if you can't be real and authentic with God, yeah, then what's the point? Right. Yeah. If I can't say, God, I don't get what you're doing right now. Yeah. And I have to fake some type of gratitude in that situation. I've I've met people who have lost a child. Mm. And and people have thrown scriptures like give thanks in all things, you know, be joyful in all circumstances. I'm like, look, I understand the principle of that. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be understood to that sort of nth degree of, of hyperbole. But, yeah. but uh, you know, it also says to grieve with those who grieve and, and give yourself permission to grieve. To grieve. Yeah. Um, just as even God grieves yeah. at sometimes in Scripture, and yeah. God expresses sadness and yeah. and anger and disappointment, and and if there's no space for us to be authentic with God in front of Him, then why would I even have that kind of? Why would I bother? Yeah. If I have to pretend to be a different version of me in order to be accepted before God, then doesn't that just defeat the whole purpose? It's good. Yeah. And so prayer in my world is like, how can you just tell God the truth? 
just tell him yeah. what is really going on in your world. You don't have to be cruel. You don't have to be vindictive. Yeah. You, you certainly don't have to be dishonoring, but you can certainly you can be honest. Honest, yeah. I think it makes us inauthentic, right? Like when we, like you said, what are we going to fake it till we make it kind of thing? Yeah. Right. That's not right. even, that's not being authentic. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think, listen, God's big enough to handle that mess. And that's what I remind myself when I feel that edge of guilt and, mm-hmm. and just frustration. And do I really want to express this? I don't, I don't want to get, you know, again, it's that Greek thought, right? Mythology yeah. that God's getting ready to strike me with it's a like lightning bolt. Lightning Zeus, bolts, right. Yeah. Should if, I question I him or his should, ways? Right. Right. Yeah. And, but what helps us all with that, and we all can say this to be true, what helps us with that is what you just read to us. Yeah. That's someone that God loved. Yeah. Was after his own heart. Right. Is frustrated. Yeah. And can say those words to, to God. You're like downright angry and yeah. just, but it's the rawness of expression. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I've met who've told me their story, whatever it is. And, and it's heartbreaking. And, I just tell them something simple. I just say, in this season, not forever, but in this season, it's okay to be mad. Yeah. Mm. It's okay to be sad. And it's okay to feel what you're actually really feeling. You don't have to deny yourself what God gave you, which is your emotion. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean your emotion is the whole truth. It doesn't mean you live in that pity party forever. But there is a season, like Ecclesiastes talks about, there's a time for all things, and in this time right now, you need to grieve the loss of your child. And if you don't do that, it will rear up eventually at some point and metastasize its way, way into your life, yeah. in all areas of your life. And and so just allowing people, prayer allows us just to be real with God, I yeah. think. I think that's good. So yeah. wrap, wrapping it up, you're, yeah. you're saying essentially to all those who are listening to this today, start somewhere. Yeah. Be authentic about it. Be mm-hmm. real. Let your emotions be what they are in that moment. Be God, you. God can handle it. God can handle it. And and uh, and he's okay with whatever you say to him. Right. He's not. He's not going to do the lightning bolt. Right. Don't feel guilty. Dive in. Lean in. Mm-hmm. Lean, Lean in. in. That's yep. And and one final thing I would say is just use your language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go into the King James. <laughs> The King's English. King's English. Yeah. You don't have to say yeah. thy or thou yeah. or you just say that if this is your first time praying, I'd say you can just say simple as God. We haven't spoken in a while. Yeah. Here's what's going on in my world. And you can just be you. Be you and you don't, your creator. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to do any weird. There's no time restriction. If you want to spend yeah. 30 seconds doing it, that's cool. Yeah. You want to spend an hour, that's fine too. But But just take the pressure off yourself. And just have a conversation and see what happens. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks so much, man, for joining us, guys, today. Uh, This will conclude this episode of the Off Central Podcast. God bless you guys. I hope in some way that this enriches your life.